It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Adam Blair, oh, he's a he's a great name in rugby league for a long time. Did it at the highest level. Proud New Zealander, a proud Kiwi, and he's on the line with us now. Morning to you, Adam. How you doing, bro? Uh, morning, guys. Kia ora, kia ora. I'm really good, thank you. Morning, Blairy. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you, brother. I, so, I think you? I'm good. I think the last time I saw you, you had a backpack on, running up. Uh, was that hill down by Point Chev there? The the oh. that's your that's your favourite hill, eh? You're still getting the yards in. I see these days. You can't, you can't, can't get away from anyone around this area, bro. You try and uh, stay low key, but that's <laughs> no, why. Not with that effort. Yeah, you would have saw me with no headphones on because I'm, I'm the whole time I'm yelling and waving out to people while I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, how's it, how's it looking, mate? You know, you're, you're, you're on the ground with the Warriors and you know doing some wonderful work around the country with our kids. I see you popping up on Facebook all the time, giving back, um, which you know is fantastic, but. Let's let's start with what everyone wants to know. How are we looking, mate? When, in your eyes, how are we looking from the war, from the Warriors' um, perspective going into the start of the season? Well, it's, it's crazy times compared at the moment because obviously with COVID and stuff at the moment. And um, I think over there, at the, at, uh, over there in Aussie, they're, they're, they're half our squads um, got COVID. Same with our um, same with our staff. So there's going to be a, a, a chance during the year that we're going to lose a few few of our players coming into games, which is something we're going to have to manage. But again, I guess, you know, leadership is most probably one of the most important areas uh, that we need to fix up uh, this year with, with our boys, having the right leaders. Um, I guess Tohu Harris being, um, being around the block, come from Melbourne, good systems. Um, and I know, and what I've heard is that he's changed a fair bit. Um, Tohu and you'd know Tohu from, from um, having a chat with him. Mm. He's a, quite a quiet, but does lead with his actions. Um, but this year, everyone said that he's actually voicing his opinions, speaking up, which he should have been doing already. But now that he's a captain, it comes with responsibilities. And um, he's, he's appointed his own leadership. Uh, so he's got his own boys on, on board. And, um, you know, they're really working hard. And I think that's really a key area for the Warriors. This is the leadership. Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a really surprise. You know, it did surprise me knowing Tohu that 
they um, they named him as captain because he's more, more introverted mm. than extroverted mm. is what you need out there, not only on mm. the football field. He does, you know, look, his stats and the way that he plays a football game, he's a, he's definite leader, yep. but whether or not the um, the captain should be beside his name, the the, the court's still out on that one. Well, how's, how's Sean? I, I guess everyone wants to know, Sean went away, you know, um, he left the country under a cloud. You know, people can talk about what happened there, but how's he come back? Has he come back sort of more level? He's obviously, he's the, I know he's the oldest player in the team, but has he come back more level knowing, you know, what he really wants out of this next stint with the Warriors? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I guess it's a prime example. He should have still been on holiday and not mostly not started back till mid-December, but he got on a plane early or stating, got over there just to be amongst the boys and start getting getting uh, his feet on the ground. Um, I think he had a, obviously had a few rehab issues he had to get through, uh, but I, th- I know now that him and I think it sounds like Ash Taylor are, are pushing for those spots in the halves at the moment and pushing those other kids around them to, to get those spots, but... Again, for, for Sean, it's, it's uh, the crucial moments in games. It's understanding where they need to be positional-wise on the field so they can ice those moments. And that's, you know, the year before last year, we we lacked in those crucial moments where we never had any key players getting them into the positions that we could finish those games. And I think there was like five or six games, Kempi, where we should have actually iced those games, but we didn't have someone there that, that could control that area. So that's what Sean will bring into the team. Um, he's back on the field now, training with the boys. He, he's obviously really excited, and I think we've seen in some of his comments earlier when he first rocked up to training, it's, he's like a kid again starting all over, but he's got a good group of kids around him where they'll push him and they're going to need him to lead those boys around on the field. Yeah, let's let's hope he stays injury-free, injury Blair, because mm. we do need him out on mm. the pitch. But you've played with the best, you know, and talking about icing games and, and shutting them out, you played with the best in the number nine jersey uh, at Melbourne and Cameron Smith. Mm. Honest opinion, you know, I've been harping on about it for the last couple of years, is that the nine spot, the, the, the captain of the ship, that touches the ball the most, most often and, and mm. really sets up the team like... Smithy did and knew how to shut games out. Seriously, do do you see that being an issue? And what is the answer to the nine position in New Zealand? Oh well, at the moment, I I, th- I really think it's, there's an issue there in our nines, and I don't think we have too many experienced nines in New Zealand anyway. Um, and if we are to find someone, we're going to have to go out and get someone that's experienced in that area. I I guess um, the then, next then how come would, then how come they aren't doing that? Well, I, I guess they're trying to—they're trying to keep the, trying to bring up the kids. They're trying to use—I guess they're trying to use Wade Egan as a mentor for these kids coming through. Uh, you, you know, there was uh, the next person behind me that I think that's really good at um, changing the games or controlling games. Was much really uh, Josh Hodgson, who's now gone to Parramatta. Maybe there was an opportunity to pick him up and guide through some of our young kids because 100%. they're going to need some of that that quality and leadership around that ruck area. And like you said, the nine touches all the game. You see or see what's coming in front of you. You pick the right options. You put people into corners. Um, you you work tirelessly throughout the game. So there was there's much there was an opportunity there where we could have tried to grab him, and that would have been a key, you know, two or three years just to bring our kids through and learn off him. Um, so we're lacking the experience in the nines or someone that's um, been around the game for a fair bit that can help our younger guys develop into really good quality nines of the game.
Hey, we've got Adam Blair on the line here. Double eight, double three. If you've got any questions for Kempe and Adam on the Warriors or the NRL season, um, both the lads have their eyes across the whole comp, so they'll be able to help you out. Send us a message, double eight, double three. Hey, Adam, since you've been out of the out of directly out of the Warriors squad as a, a player, has your mentality changed, or have you learnt anything, or do you look at the prism that you see the Warriors now? Has it changed at all? Oh, I think for for me, it's it's. Um and now being away from the game, it's making sure that our kids are prepared for what it, what you need to have uh, to be a professional athlete or play the game of rugby league at the highest level. So if, if our skill level down at the younger grades, where we're so used to just being big, strong and running over players, if we're only concentrating on those things and we're not giving our, our, our kids any hope for when they come into first grade because the game's changed so much, the good thing about being on the outside now is you see these things changing only yet. 18 months ago I was playing the game but it changed a lot from then to where it is now so it's trying to upskill our kids so that they're prepared and having all the tools at their disposal so they can be the best athletes on the field as well as quality NRL players as well so I see all those those changes and I want to help these kids be prepared for that and have all these tools that they can use and offload good skills, passing, footwork, all those kind of things, good vision and understanding the game has been one of the most important things as well. Yeah, and mate, it's been a, a bugbear of mine. The, the, one of the biggest issues in this country, um, Blair, is that we don't coach the coaches. You know, that's mm-hmm. the kids. The kids to learn. They need the coaches to be at a level um, where the kids can actually learn and develop. I just want to go back to a comment you made around this COVID thing that's going through your camp. So you're saying there are some Warrior players already that got COVID, and you need to plan um, through the season, as we know. You know moving forward, that's what's going to happen is that teams are going to be affected by it. What's mm. the depth look like? What if what if we lose eight oh. or nine players? What's the depth look like at the Warriors? Are they, are they well, hooking into well, players? Well, fingers crossed, Kemper, we don't lose eight or nine, but there's, we've, we've, we've sent over at the, at the moment, we sent over another four or five kids that are quality kids, but when it comes to, I guess, first grade players, um, we, we don't have enough Again, last year, not much games played at, at Queensland Cup level. Um, so those, you know, even Taniella, who was our, our nine that come in and played a couple of games, not, not really getting any Queensland Cup experience. So we, we, if we can get our kids all over there playing in the Queensland Cup competition, which is not the NRL, uh, we'll get, they'll have a better feel for what it's going to be like when they get the NRL. But the depth, there's a lot of kids there, experience, not enough. And who's a smoky this year? Come any other worries? Oh, I really like. Um, well, there's a kid over here that we've sent over, Jacob Laban. I think he's one of the the, the best uh, best kids going around. He, Got a good he's name. A loft back rower. Uh, yeah, and then there's Zion Moe, who's was played in the New Zealand Twenties competition, the standout play in there. Uh, he'd be a chance to hopefully pushing for uh, a first grade spot, say mid year, something like that. Yeah. Oh, mate. Well, let's all keep our fingers crossed that the Warriors. Um, <laughs> oh, this is a punting station, mate. So what? people are people are thinking what? about no, where no. do they put where do they put their no. money? Hey, every, here's, Kimby, here's, here's one. A, here's the question, and James has come through, and this is for you too, Blairy. Every year is our year, but is this our year? That's from James. So <laughs> that's the, that's what everyone everyone wants. Do they to make know. the eight, Blairy? <laughs> oh, I think the question from James is actually. It's actually, it's actually killed the killed the line. He's gone. <laughs> well, that's a that's an easy way to get out of it. Look, I I honestly think they're a chance. I think, I think um, 
I'm just going on by the impact of the players that they've got in and around their squad, especially in the key positions. Apart from nine, if they can stay fit, I think they're a chance given this COVID situation. So um, I did want to, before Blairy um, got cut off there, I did want to talk to him a little bit about this Māori All-Stars game too. So sorry we didn't get to that uh, whānau, but um, some really interesting insights there from Blairy in and around development especially of how you need to prepare these kids to play in the NRL. So Blairy's actually working, uh, Louis, through the, through the systems here, helping, our, helping develop our kids and, and giving, them, giving them them skills to get them ready for the competition. One of the other interesting parts of that was that sending them to the Queensland competition. My big bugbear here is that we should have a, a Queensland competition here in Auckland. Like, we've got enough players in this country, we just haven't got the pathways to play a decent comp- rugby league competition here in Auckland. Mm. And no one's really thought about how you Like put a junior th- competition? Or a- well, I, I think you have to start in the junior realms. I think you have to start at the under-20 level. But if you look at the under-20 level when it first kicked off the concept, New Zealand did really well for years. They yep. won that competition with John Acklin, um, Stacey Jones. They were always in the finals. Richie Blackmore before that took their, their, their Vulcans team to the... Um, to the grand final. So what it says is that New Zealand does have the talent. Um, what we got to do is we got to create the pathway to feed into a competition here that rivals a New South Wales and Queensland competition. I think until you can do that, uh, New Ze- the New Zealand Warriors won't win, a, won't win a premiership. I think relying on Queensland, being over there at the moment, like maybe, maybe resetting yourself and living there permanently, as a franchise, may, may be the answer because you've got the Queensland competition on your back doorstep. But if we're going to really consider winning a competition here, we have to build a competition here in New Zealand. We can't just rely on Queensland and New South Wales because you're getting the back end of it. You get the the. They picked the pieces by Melbourne, the Melbournes, the the Roosters, and all that. All the best players are generally. Do you gone. not think if we built a competition here, they'd just raid it? Well, they already do. Well, that's five, what I mean. But would, it, kids but would we not just be, kids. look? Ultimately, this would be a good thing for rugby league in this country. Hundred percent. Would it be a good thing for the Warriors? Oh, one hundred percent. Because it's on your door. It, look, if you're picking the eyes out of it, and you live in Australia, which is what they're doing, by the time they come here to pick it, pick the eyes out of it, we've already got them. But so where's the? But, but then where's the gap now? Why? Why aren't we finding them? Because there's no pathway. That's that's the reason why they're going. They're going so they're, they're way not, early. They're right. going, they're coming out of rugby union. They're going to tournaments. They're not playing in pathways. The competitions they're already signed up by by areas that are already um, are, you know acquainted with the with the clubs in New South Wales, and we're missing out on all the best talent. So you know, Blair, Blairy touches on that point around you know you you're looking at maybe five or six players. He's basically just said they don't get they don't get the football that re- gives them the readiness for NRL. Well, the other thing he said, which I saw your eyes light up, Kempi, is that we don't have enough depth around hooker. There's no one that can teach these young hookers oh, how I to take, I want to take my hat off to Blairy because he's in a really precarious position. You know, he, he works he works in the media and he's he's you know obviously supporting the Warriors. He works for the Warriors and and through the through the junior structures and that. So he's got to be really careful on what he says. He don't say he don't sit where I am. Well, I don't really give two hoots what people think because I've got an opinion. But the, the the like you said about the the supporters like yourself. You're knowledgeable, mate. You know. So what I'm, I've got to take my hat off to him. When I asked him about the nine, if he never, <laughs> I would, I would have a, a, a lack, lack of respect if he didn't really answer that question because everyone who's knowledgeable around football knows that the area that the Warriors are struggling in is nine. And he just said that. Why didn't they get Hodgson out of Canberra when he came up? They would have got him on the cheap. He was two years ago talked about being the best hooker in the competition. Mm. 
You know what I mean? He's desperately looking even for, as, for even a way his, out. Even his IP would be worth the salary. Kimpy, I hear what you're saying. 22 minutes past 8 o'clock. We're here with Kimmel's Warehouse. Great savings every day. There's some great texts on double eight double three. We'll get to those before we chat to Paul Mawadi, the party. After this, it's SCNZ Summer, Ricky.